0: You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is May 8th, 2019. My name is Philip Rossman-Reich. I'm the expert insight site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at underscore omd on today's episode, we'll continue our player evaluation series and take a look at a big player in the Magic's future. And for the Magic season, we'll break down Jonathan Isaac's season and what needs to happen for him moving forward. We'll talk about all that coming up here in just a second. But before we do any of that, I want to remind you all that you can check out all the great podcasts on the Lockdown Podcast. I work by searching on iTunes for Lockdown and the team you're looking for. Check out on what the, lock, what the Raptors and the Nuggets are saying as they move one step closer to their respective conference finals by checking out Locked On Raptors with our good pal Sean Woodley, as well as Locked On Nuggets with Adam Morris. Uh, You can also check out the other great podcasts, of course, Locked On Bucks, Locked On Celtics, Locked On Warriors, Locked On Rockets, the big games for Wednesday night. And of course, for the national perspective, Locked On NBA and Locked On Fantasy Basketball have you covered from every single angle. There's a Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA, doing daily podcasts just like this one, covering the teams that they know best. You can find them all on iTunes or on the Himalaya app. Download podcasts to your device, as well as get suggestions for new podcasts to listen to and create playlists of your own all on the Himalaya app. You can find that there, uh, the home of the Lockdown Podcast Network. The Lockdown Podcast Network, it's your team every day. Jonathan Isaac's rookie season obviously did not go to plan. Uh, In a stretch of 59 games in the middle of the season, he missed 56. And essentially, you had to kind of take his rookie season, crumple it up into a ball, and throw it out. It didn't matter. Or not that it didn't matter. It was not going to be very instructive. He got a little bit of NBA experience, a little bit of playing time, Certainly showed up defensively, but hardly enough to create growth or really be extremely valuable insight or experience to to figure out what he was going to be. This year would essentially be Isaac's second rookie season. And seven games into it, it almost came crashing down. Yes, there were some really encouraging performances, including what I would say was his best game of the year at Boston. An 18.12 rebound game where he hit a critical shot. But seven games into the season, it almost felt like the same thing. He goes up for an offensive rebound against the LA Clippers, comes down on someone's foot, and rolls his ankle again. Here we go again with another ankle injury, and the Magic took their time. Six games later, he was back in the lineup, but you could still kind of tell Isaac was cautious. As much as anything else, that injury and this season had to be about Isaac rediscovering or, or gaining confidence again in his body. It had to be about the team or about Isaac unlocking his potential by... Gaining confidence in himself and his place in the league. Already defensively, you could see what, that he, was, he had ability. He was able to make up for mistakes with, with his length and athleticism. I mean, he made a clear impact there. But whether he would be the player the Magic would ultimately need was going to be about whether he was going to be able to play with, fearlessly on the offensive end, play within his role, but to begin to expand his game just a little bit. And it took him a while to get there. After coming back from that injury six games later, you could tell he was tentative. That he didn't quite trust things yet. That he was just trying to do what he normally does or what he had been doing without really understanding who he was supposed to be or who he could be. Evan Fournier honestly said it best at media day at the beginning of the season. Jonathan Isaac is our X Factor. What he can be, what he can do, very well could determine the magic season and what kind of season they can have and what kind of team they can be. Yes, the defensive performance was great, but if he wasn't shooting the ball confidently, if he wasn't playing with confidence and aggression on offense, it wasn't going to matter a whole lot. At least not in the short term. Everyone in the Magic organization understands the kind of potential that Isaac has. The kind of player that he might one day become. It's up to Isaac now to get to that level. And slowly but surely, you could see the confidence building and growing in him. You could see him understanding what he needs to do to find success at the NBA level. You could begin to see him feel like, hey, I belong out here. It took him a while, but when it did, the results finally showed up for this team. And Isaac's turnaround, the growth in Isaac's confidence in the season, matched the Magic's turnaround. The raw numbers don't look great. Not you know, encouraging, but not overwhelming. 9.6 points per game, 5.5 rebounds per game, 1.3 blocks per game. 32.3% from beyond the arc. Just a 49.9% effective field goal percentage. They were... They're okay. All his defensive numbers certainly tracked well. The Magic's defense was really good on top of that. But all his defensive numbers tracked well to make you think, okay, he's a solid player on that end, but the offense was still missing. But, as the Magic made their turnaround, as the Magic made their playoff push, Jonathan Isaac... Came alive. From January 31st until the end of the regular season, those 30 games, Jonathan Isaac averaged 11.8 points per game, a, a, you know, not large increase, two points per game, but pretty big. But shot 44.8% from the floor, 35.9% from beyond the arc, and averaged 1.6 blocks per game. In those 30 games, of course, In those 31 games, Isaac missed the last game of the year. The Magic went 22 and 9, turning a 20 and 31 record into a 42 and 40 record, and of course, a playoff berth. What we saw from those last 30 games was the natural progression we were waiting on with Jonathan Isaac. It was the growth and the confidence that he began to show. There were games where he outright dominated defensively. Think of that five-block game against the Atlanta Hawks when he just made John Collins' life a living hell. And he continued to do that every time he faced John Collins for some reason. Isaac began to shoot confidently. Even when he missed badly, and he missed some shots badly, he was never afraid to shoot the next one. All of a sudden, you could see him trusting his body, willing to attack the basket. If not off the dribble, then off cuts. And mix things up defensively, grabbing 6.2 rebounds per game in those final 30 games that he played. He was an impactful player on defense already, but now his offense was beginning to come around. And even in the playoffs, when he was able to score, when he was able to do things offensively, the magic were better. 11 points, 5 for 10 shooting in the game, one win. 14 points, albeit on 4 for 11 shooting. In game three. The other game that was close in that series. Isaac took some major steps forward. Major, major steps forward. He began to... You, you, I mean, he played like a rookie. I, I, I do want to stress that. A, a rookie plus. Definitely a little more seasoned than the typical rookie. But you begin began to see sort of the contours... Of what he might one day become. You could begin to see really what kind of player he might be. He's still got a lot of work to do, obviously. But this was a big step forward. A preview of what might come next. Jonathan Isaac was indeed the Magic's X Factor. When he started to play with confidence, the team started to play with more confidence. And few players, you know, maybe impact winning is a little too far, but few players tracked with the Magic winning quite like Isaac. And of course, there are big expectations for him moving forward. Isaac. Still has a lot of work to do. I, I want to stress that completely. This usage rate was around 16%. He was a fourth option in the offense. He wasn't taking anyone off the dribble. He wasn't used in pick and rolls. But that is ultimately where the Magic need him to get. That's ultimately where the Magic need him to go. for a rookie For essentially a rookie year again, He played his role perfectly. The Magic didn't ask him to do too much. He didn't go beyond the parameters of his role. In fact, Steve Clifford, I think, lamented on several occasions that he didn't get Isaac the ball more. And to Isaac's, perhaps, credit here, or not to Isaac's credit, but to Isaac's detriment, Clifford sometimes didn't play him enough minutes. The 16 minutes that he played in in Game 4 of the playoff series certainly stand out. Um, Foul trouble is certainly a part of that, but at the same time, he was the only guy that that was slowing down Pascal Siakam in that series. If anything, no player came out of that playoff series with more excitement about what he could do than Jonathan Isaac, even with Siakam scoring like crazy on him. Everyone recognized that Isaac made those shots tough, and Siakam made some tough, Good shots. Everyone who saw some of the potential that Isaac could have defensively, how he could really change games. And that's what the Magic saw all year. All that potential. And that's what's going to make next season so vital for Jonathan Isaac.
0: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner. And Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama.
1: We're really about the the rookies, the young players that the Magic have. Nikola Vucevic, Terrence Ross, Evan Fournier got the Magic into the postseason. Uh, you know, not alone, but you get what I mean. Their play was vital to the playoff, to, to making the playoffs, because it's just their veteran consistency. But the playoffs was really the showcase for Gordon and Isaac. And so that leaves this next big question. Obviously, there's the Nikola Vucevic question hanging over everything the Magic do this offseason. And whether the Magic can keep him or not is going to determine a lot about A, what the Magic do this offseason, and B, how players fit into roles. But undoubtedly, the Magic know they're a young team and know that Jonathan Isaac plays an important part of their future. And certainly in 2020, I expect the Magic to want, at least... To give Isaac a bigger role. To give him more freedom within the offense if he's ready to take on that freedom. Now, we will not have a summer league to gauge Isaac's progress. Last year at summer league, it was clear how good his defense could be. He was destroying everyone defensively. Everyone defensively. Offensively, he was playing a little more assertively and aggressively than we expected didn't shoot very effic- efficiently or effectively, to be honest. That's the next kind of part in his game that has to come. He's a better three-point shooter. That will have to continue to develop as well. because At the very least, next year the Magic need him to be a 3 and D player. But if he's just a 3 and D player next year, that's probably not a good sign for Orlando. Ultimately, Orlando needs someone... needs a player like Isaac, someone who's clearly part of the team's future, to take more onus over the team. To be able to attack a little bit off the dribble because the Magic's biggest struggle in the playoffs was their inability to break anyone down off the dribble, to get in the paint off the dribble. Magic were stuck offensively all series long. And that's not Isaac's fault, of course, but um, certainly that's something I think the Magic would like to see him develop. Just like they like Z Aaron Gordon developed that. There are big expectations put on Jonathan Isaac now. He's proven, sort of as a proof of concept this year, that he is an impactful player, that he can hit jumpers and, and can have these big moments, these big games. Now it's all on Isaac to develop that. It's all on Isaac to put the work in to be a better offensive player, to be a more consistent shooter, to be a more confident and effective driver. He's already a great finisher around the basket. I have to say, I, I've always been super impressed with that. He's already worked on adding strength and will continue to do so. His rebounding got better, it seemed like, as the year went on. he was willing. Not just his rebounding, his ability to rebound in traffic got better as the year went on. And that bodes well for him because he's so active and his length is so critical and crucial at at everything on the defensive end. And yeah, I think the Magic would like to see Isaac continue to develop defensively into a potential defensive, all-defensive team player. No offense to Aaron Gordon, who also feels like he should be in that conversation. This is a big summer for Jonathan Isaac. Because next year is a big year for Jonathan Isaac. I think that a big thing, a big part of what we're going to see from Isaac next year, and we'll talk about this as we get closer to the season, is next year we will begin to sort of more carefully define the contours and the outline of what Isaac can become. This summer, for sure, and, and, and as you do with a lot of like high-draft pick rookies and young players as they begin to develop and, and make progress like they have, our imaginations will run wild over the potential that Isaac has. I've often kind of told people, and I love Jonathan Isaac to death. He is, he is one of the most humble, like down-to-earth young men that, that I've been around in that magic locker room. Um, and, and you know, if you follow him on social media, you you kind of, you know, you 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 know kind of the person the man that he that he is and that he's becoming. But I kind of always say this: like, Isaac's talent is such that if the guy had any kind of ego, he probably would have been the topic in the draft. I, I truly believe that. But his physical skills, his physical attributes, and the skills that that he has flashed flashed on several occasions—if he had any type of me-first attitude, the guy would be Kevin Durant all over again. That's just, but that's just not who he is, and and you don't want to force that on him. But yeah, at some point, he's gotta be gotta understand and know when to look for his own. And if, you know, he has that killer instinct in him, it's got to come out. I think next year, and again, we'll see what work he puts in this summer and what kind of role the Magic envisioned for him now. I think next year, we need to begin to see and understand just who he can become. Can he be a first or second option in an offense? Or is he really just a kind of defensive-minded, you know, 3 and D plus type player? I'm trying to think of players like him, but none really come to mind. Or players that, that fit that role, but none really come to mind. Those are big questions for sure. Questions that, again, will need an off season and a training camp to, to answer a little more clearly. But the fact that we're asking these questions shows just what a success Isaac's season was. The fact that we're asking these questions about whether Isaac can truly be a centerpiece player for the team and not just sort of a defensive specialist, shows the kind of potential that we all think that he has. It's, you know, not maybe not universally held, but it's pretty firmly held that, that everyone thinks Isaac can be really, really good. Even within the team, even when you talk to, to teammates, they're like, this, this guy can be really, really good. They all know the kind of just innate talent that he has. But it's going to be all on Isaac to bring it out. The guy works hard, I have no doubt that he will improve his skills. But everything's proven on the court. And so Isaac's second season, Isaac's 2019 season, was certainly a huge success. He got through it healthy, minus that that sprained ankle at the beginning of the season that he came back from very quickly. He got through it healthy. He gained confidence. He proved that he belongs on the NBA play, on the NBA court. He played. He made impactful plays in the playoffs, including a big three in game one. That actually, I think, that tied the game at the end of game one. Toward the end of game one, he proved he belongs. And and for any rookie, any young player, that's a huge confidence boost to understand that you belong. Not only that, Isaac changed games, just like he did. Sort of his rookie year, when he was in the game, he made positive, impactful plays. Still has to add strength, of course, but he's getting better with every single moment. And yeah, Magic fans should be excited. They have no reason not to be. Because his, his second season, his 2019 season, was really, really encouraging.
0: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner. And Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked On Magic and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast enabling device, including the Himalaya app. Download podcasts to your device, as well as create playlists and get suggestions for new podcasts, including the entire library of Locked On podcasts from the NBA, MLB, NFL, and colleges, too. You can find them all on the Himalaya app to search for Locked On and the team you are looking for. Once you get one, I'm sure the others will be suggested shortly after. You can find me on Twitter at OMD, and of course... For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. We'll be back again tomorrow with another episode of Locked on Magic, another player evaluation as that series continues. But until then, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Philip Reich. I'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic.
0: You are Locked on Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.